2: Welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself.
1: Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Howdy. I'm. Uh, I'm just checking out the old uh, channel analytics on the uh, WrestleMe Me uh, YouTube page, oh, Chris. One of the podcasts time. I do. We've started started putting the old uh, putting the old uh, videos up online. Just checking out. Uh, checking out. The old- <laughs> have you made money? <laughs> out the old channel analytics we've not done money it's just oh. a, you know it's a brand builder we're not doing money it's not what it's about Chris. brand Crying building. out loud Blech. all we need is a little smile on someone's face but um we uh have in the last uh, 28 days uh, mm. it says like you know like 20 you know uh, 25 25k our views were like 29k wow 25k Proof. more than you 25k more than usual so we've gone up by that amount almost right <laughs> um so but we've 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 got um a video that's uh, outperformed every single last one of them and it's only been up for a couple of days right and it is literally mm. because it is about a uh, sexy wrestler and it's the 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 all you need is a female wrestler on uh, on your fucking uh, uh, picture at the start of a video, and mm. the views have gone absolutely through the roof. And the video itself is about me and my co-host, Mark, talking about how weird it is that one wrestler seems to be objectified by her company, the WWE, uh, on Twitter and on social, sort of going, ooh, mm. isn't she sexy and powerful? And, You're as bad uh, as everyone man-y. else now, exploiting her views. And I and, and we and so we so we did it so we did a bit about it and I say look bang that on the YouTube uh the 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 perverts will come in but they'll learn something uh about objectifying <laughs> women but um but our editors put the the, the the sexy lady on the front um by design you have to um and it's it's gleaned a lot more views so what I'm saying is Chris all I'm saying is Chris the 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 baton is down you you can pick up that baton if you want You could put a sexy lady on the front of your Abroad in Japan videos and your views will go through the roof. Watch your next video, Chris. I'll find Uh, a sexy lady for it. I think it's something like 12 things I hate about Japan. 12 things, 12 ladies. (laughs) Just 12 (laughs) ladies. But it is is so silly that the algorithm will serve up slightly more visually arresting and sexually arresting uh, images uh, more than... Um, ones about, I don't know, the Coco Beware Strangest Shoot Match Ever, which gleaned much fewer views in much more time. <laughs> it's depressing, Chris. You try to do your best work, and, you know, the thing that's got a bit of grot in it. Oh, oh. dear. The world. The patriarchy. Or, well, as I like to call it, the patriarchy.
2: The p. Pa- oh, God. That sounds absolutely awful. <laughs> War crimes. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, look, what? when I started out doing this, my biggest. Video was uh, culture shock in Japan, and in that thumbnail, I used a hentai girl who was topless, right. I think, and Uh-oh. she was on the side of a, a barber shop in downtown Sakata, and it was very dra- yes. it was very jarring when I saw it. But that was in the thumbnail, and that drove so much traffic to that video. It was my first video to hit yeah. one million views. Uh, it really uh. took off, and I I hate to admit, but I did do that early on. I used to put like Japanese. Mm. Girls in the thumbnails tried to tie it in somewhere into the narrative because it always right. yielded far better results than me looking very forlorn and depressed. Uh, and so, but I'd get so much hate for it, so I'd have like an attractive right, okay. girl on the thumbnail. You get lots of weirdos click on it, thinking, "Oh yeah, sexy girls were." And that's just me in the room going, oh, "I've got a sandwich; it's got strawberries in it." And they were like, oh, "Who's this? Being tricked. Who's this prick? I hate this guy. He should kill himself." And I got yeah, so yeah. much hate for it. Um, you know, but it's it's an old trick everyone used to do. it. Philip DeFranco, that uh, YouTuber guy who talks about news every day, he built his empire by basically having, I think, sort of girls in bras in all his thumbnails. And it it was allowed back in the day. These days, you can't get away with it, so uh, can't do it anymore. Fat. Disagree. Hard Disagree.
1: Outrageous. Well, you've already as you've proven, you can still get away with it. (laughs) As you've proven, to to the to the tune of three thousand views. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a whole new world for me, Chris. It's very exciting. Not this part of it, but um, it's all very exciting, (laughs) and uh, I'm I'm loving people who've never heard WrestleMe. Getting involved and having a watch of some of our stuff <laughs> with your salacious <laughs> thumbnails. So I'm glad it's. it's I'm glad it's doing Salacious thumbnails. You, dis, mm,
2: you, dis, you disgrace, man. Disgrace. Uh, we got a story this week from Louise <laughs> from Hertfordshire. It begins. Hello, cacophonous Chris and palpitating Pete. Back. I, when did this even happen? When did people start putting weird adjectives in front of our names <clears> that yeah. had some sort of alliteration? I, it sort of crept up on me, and I've just it's just become a thing now, isn't it? <laughs> for the last Certainly year is. without me realising yeah. it. Um, back in <laughs> April 2019, I visited Japan with my friend Jean, like you do. And after some time, in a tiny restaurant in Kyoto, we noticed a handsome Japanese guy looking over. Gene whispered to me, he's totally checking you out. He won't stop staring. <laughs> On the way out, he asked the owners to treat us to a dessert with some money he left behind. <laughs> Amazing. A dessert. Very so romantic. Delicious. I thought that was the last we'd ever see of dessert, man, but Jean insisted that she wanted me to have a holiday romance. Later that evening, Jean and I wrote a letter to this mysterious man with most social media details and left it at the, at the restaurant. As the owner said, he worked nearby. To my surprise, he found the letter and the handsome stranger, Takeshi, mm. messaged me, asking to meet up. The next day, oh, this is insane. The next day, we arranged to meet outside Kyoto Station where we got into a cab. I assumed we were going out for dinner. Takeshi spoke to the driver about how English <laughs> could be difficult, but turned and said, but we can talk... <laughs> But we can talk the language of love tonight. Fantastic. We can talk the language of love tonight. Uh, next thing I know, we've turned up to his apartment. Bloody hell, this is a bit fast. Not a restaurant, as I previously thought. He led me into the main room where he got outside it. Ooh, he knows how to win me over. And we tried to have a conversation, partly using Google Translate. I mentioned I was an animal lover, especially dogs. Takeshi said that he preferred to eat them. <laughs> Oh, good is that a sentence? Takeshi said he preferred <laughs> to eat them. What the fuck? They don't even eat dogs in Japan. For fuck's sake! This then oh. followed. This is insane. This then followed I mean, with Takeshi. him telling me that he was a psychopath. No shit. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have left a bit sooner. But after this, even after this mental conversation, we did end up sharing a kiss. The moment was quickly ruined, however, when he unexpectedly pulled down his trousers, exposing himself. After communicating that I was not interested, he got the message and put it away. I texted Jean to call me, pretending she needed me back. To Takeshi's credit, once he pulled up his trousers, he did take me to the local station and helped me get on the right train back. Jean's holiday romance mission had failed, but I still appreciate her Enthusiasm Thank you for the laughs Louise from Hertfordshire No Louise Thank you for your laughs And this story This is just insane There's so much to unpack here I just <laughs> like the fact That he was
1: aware That he was a the psychopath Don't want it Don't yeah. it That's, That's what, what he did, did. I mean, <laughs> <it's>, I mean <laughs> horrific I mean just horrific From start to finish uh, I mean, he should be in prison. I hope he is. I hope he's in prison. I hope he's in prison. I mean, what's he Did he not? D- right. He's certainly an eccentric individual. This
2: this Takeshi. He's a he's
1: a sex criminal. Chris is what he is. I think it's fair. Oh, a psychopath by his own <laughs>
2: admission who eats dogs. Well, yeah. the, eating the dogs—that mm. was the red flag, really, wasn't it?
1: And then uh, sort of went yeah, downhill. Okay, it's not about, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, either way. I mean, one's going to get you in prison. One's not, and it's not the saying that you eat a dog. Yeah, it's just. I mean, just. I'm I'm sorry that Gene uh, ha- had uh, yeah Gene's holiday romance mission had failed yeah but Louise was obviously trying to help out Jean, but uh, yeah just a, a real oh dear oh dear never mind bloody Gene uh, sorry you had to go through that guys Shit. terrible uh, awful awful it's it's
2: it's just bonkers I mean the fact the uh, to be honest the first red flag wasn't the dog eating it was the uh, the staring dessert dessert oh. <laughs> Staring. it's the, it's the, please uh, have a dessert. It's always a bit creepy when <laughs> someone just sits there staring at you, right, and uh, that yeah. should have, right, but why did they think to pursue this? Why do they think, yeah, let's go along with the creepy man, let's accept his desserts, and oh, I don't know, there's just, not. this isn't good. But there you go. No, Romance. not ideal. But
1: Romance in Japan. Thank you for your message, uh, Louise. And I hope you have a better time in Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no Takeshi there. Um, <laughs> yeah. God damn it.
2: Uh, but our story, well, our news this week, is also in Kyoto. Uh, what have we got going on in Kyoto this week, Mr. Dawson? Is it Takeshi?
1: <laughs> it could be. Could be. Uh, there is a man pretending to be a tour guide. <laughs> Uh, it's volunteer. definitely Takeshi. He's a psychopath, <laughs> It all. sounds like it might be Takeshi. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Kyoto's famous Kinkaji. Kinkaji? Kinkaji. Kinkaji. Uh, the golden pavilion it's beautiful absolutely stunning place you can eat as much ice cream as you want which is what i did when i got there i had my super 8 camera out i filmed uh, with a really loud super 8 camera which uh, disturbed all of the tourists uh, and then i ate a lot of ice cream and we got little uh, little fortunes out of a vending machine and then we went home we had a lovely time but uh according to a tweet uh, that recently went viral online you've got to look out for a harassing fake guide. He appears to be acting as if he worked for a local bus company, uh, talking about helping you to, you know, guide you around the, around the site. Um, but the local government has put out a, a notice warning people to be on alert for this man, a fake tour guide, and his unwanted behaviour. Not as unwanted as the, you know, <laughs> we had, the, the story just adds, but... There is a man who apparently uh, is still visiting the bus stop that everyone gets off to, to go to see the temple, uh, and he wears a lanyard round his neck that says, Volunteer Guide, and he, he he's, he's a bit of a sort of local sort of character. He's basically just scamming people. I don't even think he actually... I think he actually asks for money, but he basically asks to see sort of personal documents and stuff like that he just Ugh. sounds like a lonely old man who's just pretending to be an official tour guide and he's just kind of like you know just, just showing people around Uh, uh and uh, the, when I saw him apparently uh, somebody said a foreign tourist asked, asked me if, uh, he w- if he was working for the bus company so I told him that that wasn't the case someone needs to warn foreigners about this too they should add a sign in English and other languages next to the Japanese <laughs> sign saying look out for this old man and his fa- just arrest him Give him an exclusion order. Give him a blummin' Asbo. He's not allowed to go near the fucking historical Golden Temple without a bloody good reason. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I,
2: this, is, this is just another... What's wrong with people in Kyoto recently? Why are these weird stories coming
1: out of Kyoto? <laughs> they've, been, they've, been, they've been closed up for too long. They've not seen tourists. Everyone's just trying to find a little bit of a hustle. <laughs> I just like that sentence. I've seen this old man numerous
2: times. He's become well-known in the area. <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so he, what what does he do exactly? He just stands there and pretends to work for a bus company. But what does he what's he trying to get out of people though? It's not money. It's just wasting time. Good times. Good times,
1: just, wasting. I like the way you said "wasting time." <laughs> it's what? just wasting time. Um, I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think he's just. It he sounds. Like, it does sound like he's just lonely. It doesn't seem like he's extracting Aww. money out of people. He's just. He's just having a good time. What would happen if you did that in like London? <laughs> 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 South End. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, too, I will. I will. I've always had the fantasy of like just walking, like. D- giving people because where i used to live in soho it's the mm. i mean i can say now it was uh, it was basically a green door doxing your passport you go back of in thing. time of right? breaking um, and it was basically a, gro- a, f- a green front door. And uh, actually, I might edit that out because um, people could probably, <laughs> probably find I'm going to write that. To yeah, probably, oh, people sake. could probably impersonate me or something. Yeah, don't I don't do know. Um, address, I'm going to write address docs44. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they used to be like, they used to start the tours. The tour guys used to stand on my doorstep because it used to rain quite a lot. Cause, London, uh, and uh, they used to start the tour guys there. And I just always wanted to sort of step out and just sort of go. He's not the real tour guide. I'm the real tour guide, and take them <laughs> on a tour of of Soho, where I just tell lies about what's happened around here. <laughs> just take a load of Taurus into a room just sit there <laughs>
2: going I'm a psychopath I eat dogs do you like dogs? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pete Nelson's sordid horror tours honestly <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, luckily these sort of scams in Kyoto are few and far between we did a video we did a podcast and a video on scams recently and uh, the only scams you really need to worry about in Japan are mostly in Tokyo at bars where people will steal your credit card and fuck it into oblivion Uh, go and check those out if you want to learn more about scams but we'll be back in just a moment guys with your stories comments and questions in the fax machine
1: And we're back with a fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners?
2: Mr. Donaldson, can it top the story of the week that we had earlier? Can it be better than
1: that? Uh, Colin, hey, Chris and Pete. I recall hearing that it's rare for Japanese to wear cologne. This begs the question, why are there so many fragrance boutiques and stands throughout malls? Do they exist just for tourists to spend money, or are there secret perfume rituals? (laughs) <laughs> That's where Colin's brain went. It's 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 probably some kind of secret uh, perfume rituals. Um, I'll let you answer that, Chris, before we move on to the PS. But uh, is it just, I mean, presumably they still wear cologne. They don't wear deodorant because they don't need it. But they, I think they sometimes wear cologne, don't they? Uh, they do, but not as
2: much uh Mm. It, it, yeah, I remember I used to wear a lot of aftershave when I was a teacher. And uh, right. I we did we have a story like two weeks ago, I think, where someone said they wore aftershave and then their colleagues said, please stop doing that because you smell yeah. too much. And I often got that impression. <laughs> I used to wear a lot, uh, particularly in the summer months where it's quite hot and sweaty and whatnot. Uh, you know, it's uh, you kind of need it. But then I yeah. they would always hint that, They'd be like, oh, Chris Sensei, big, big smell or something like that. And I'd be like, yeah, good. Is that big good? Sm- and they'd like sort of okay, hint. Okay,
1: well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: Looking <sighs> back, I definitely think they wanted me to like not wear as much or like, you know, don't do it, don't yeah, wear yeah. it at all. Um, yeah. But some of the students would comment <laughs> on it. Some of the students would be like, I remember one girl who never spoke English for two years that I taught her. I walked past her once wearing my aftershave and she went, oh, good to, good to smell. And like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Good smell. That was the only thing she said in English after two years. It was great. <laughs> so, but yeah, generally I uh, don't, just, just wear it sparingly. Wear it sparingly. Uh, we got one here from Shelby from Iowa. It says, "Chris and Pete, mostly Chris, probably. With the rise of digital work, many countries are issuing new visas that allow foreigners to stay in their country while working in their home country. Do you know if Japan has any digital nomad visas?" Thanks a ton, Shelby from Iowa. No, Shelby, I think Japan's the last
1: country that's going to issue such a visa, to be honest. What do you think, Pete? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, great broadband, though. I will say that if you are going to choose a city or a country, rather, uh, in the world to remote work from, I'd choose Japan. Great yeah. facilities, great broad- broadband everywhere, 4G connections on every train in Tokyo. Wow, it's bloody brilliant. A broadband. I should start
2: my own like brand for broadband, shouldn't I? A broadband. Was that was that good, Chris
1: Broad Brand Broad? I'll, b- I'll probably b- uh, <laughs> I'll probably circle back to that PS that was in the first <laughs> email. To be honest, at your Halloween party, says Colin, I definitely watched you put your cold glass on Marilyn Monroe's back and quickly turn away. It was very funny. What Marilyn Monroe? Someone was dressed as Marilyn Monroe. Uh yeah, if somebody was, and I think I put my glass on
2: their back I don't remember this I don't remember <laughs> I think I harassed half of them there's like 120 people there and I think I harassed most of them at the Halloween party right okay Yeah. good good just stuff
1: abuse just don't, just my own don't guests. go to a party with Chris do yeah. not go to a party with Chris that's all I'm saying don't
2: go to the Abroad Band <laughs> Halloween party you will get a glass on your back or something <laughs> but I won't be eating any dogs don't worry uh, Phil no, from no. Birmingham says hi critical Chris and positive positivity Pete
1: Positivity P, oh, is I he? think so. Yeah. My question... for love, baby.
2: Oh, my question isn't about Japan, but my question is about Twitter and the proposed $20 fee. For, it's $8 now, Phil, uh, for verified users. Now you have your blue tick. Will you pay to keep it or just let it go. I fucking all those years I waited for my blue tick. <laughs> Pete Donaldson bullied me. Joey the Enemy Man bullied me. Didn't bully everyone, you. bullied
1: yourself. Everyone bullied you're me. In a, you're in a you're in a you're in a prison of your own bullying. No, no, no.
2: And I, I, it was a year ago. I think a year and a half ago, I finally got my blue tick, much deserved, long awaited, and now it's going to be <laughs> snatched away from me for no fucking reason that makes no sense just to destroy the platform that is twitter i i do think you know the future of twitter is looking a little bit bleak it's certainly i've not seen not seen much encouraging things going on there was an update for twitter the other day that i screenshotted and it was just like written in really sloppy english it was like the new update for eight dollars, you'll have less ads and gooder ads or better ads or something. It was really poorly written and uh, written right. in a hurry. And uh, yeah, the sort of sweeping changes happening there are a little bit alarming. Um, but then it just, it just seems lots that of drastic he's, he's shifts kind of, going
1: on. He's kind of brokered the deal on the back of quite you know quite a lot of Tesla shares and if this goes yeah. wrong and it looks very much like his lonely ass is going to drive this thing into the ground uh he he may be in a situation where he's losing a lot of his cash very very quickly just because of uh him wanting to be loved <laughs> it's well, just yeah. very funny it's and not and and i good. think and, and 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 the whole idea i guess of of the blue ticket it started as a quite a noble thing to to, to in journalism and and and, peop- and things, well, yeah. people. Oh yeah, I mean I've like got this. one. Of course uh, it's noble people had people had to, people had <laughs> to know that that was the the correct person because people were impersonating people all the time and 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 scamming people and all this stuff and and, and terrible things were happening so there needed to be some kind of uh auth- badge of authenticity sort of speak Nintendo style uh and uh, you know when you remove that and you just give it to everyone I mean what, what? it's just meaningless isn't it it's just and I'm saying it. it it was it was meaningless to a certain extent because I fucking had one. no one gives a shit about whether it's me or not me but I'm saying that it's just it's 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 just weird I put must a rat, be more somebody Pete was tweeting nonsense. a couple, somebody was tweeting uh somebody tweeted uh, a couple of weeks ago last week saying why is any why is anybody gonna bother paying money for a blue tick when you can get a rat for free and so I just <laughs> put a rat on my little tweet next to my name little rat and lots of people have been asking Pete what's that rat about and I was like in a sort of like and they're saying it in the sort of way so I go what you what have you gone into have you got into something like a rat enclave what's going on? The thing is, for the... Anyone could have a rat. The verification (laughs) thing, right? The new
2: $8... Tier whatever it is, um, you don't mm. need to submit any official documents verifying who you are, right? And to get my blue tick, and I don't know how you got yours, but to get mine, I had to submit, I think, my passport, my driver's license, or something, so they could actually validate and verify I, that, I was right. a real person. They just, did, they,
1: just did, they did a load automatically, but it was just I think you just missed a, missed, a cut. They, I they, missed the cut. I missed You didn't have to send anything.
2: But now just it's just it like anyone can have it for eight dollars, and it's just like uh, I don't get this. But it, you know, it's basically. A lot of people want a blue tick. Why not sell it to them? We can make some short-term money while trashing the long-term reputation of the brand. But no, you're right. What 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 I don't understand about Elon Musk is, you know, he's done some pretty cool stuff with Tesla and SpaceX, some incredible things. Um, I don't know why he's taken his eye off the ball of those incredible... Achievements and activities going to Mars, building a, a successful car company, he's sort of taken his eye off. and The, the Tesla stock has almost halved, I think. I saw it at the numbers that it's gone from something like almost a trillion dollars revenue market capitalization, sorry,
1: to uh, something like 600 million dollars market capitalization. And it's because everyone, because everyone, because all of the like, you know, GM and stuff, they, they all of the other car manufacturers um, caught up. He didn't revel, I mean, he didn't revel, I mean. He didn't he, he produced a, a, an attractive-looking uh, car, a really expensive one, and he Whoa. and he had the and he had Whoa. the eye and he had the ears and he had the attention of um, some slightly underwhelming men on the internet who oh. jerk off oh. jerk off every time he does anything. Oh. And so and so when uh, he comes to a point where he buys Twitter, GM and uh, the other big car companies sort of go well. Look, if we pull our advertising, Twitter stock goes down, and because he's leveraged the Twitter buyout from uh tesla stocks tesla stock goes down we fucking profit by it's pulling our advertising yeah. from twitter it's absolutely it's so cyclical and so obvious and 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 he's bought twitter because he's because he's a, a silly sausage isn't he he's like we i think we had i think everyone had this idea that because he had this you know moon money literal moon money to get mm. to the bloody moon uh we had this idea that he was this uh, really fucking together guy but it's he's he's not a, he's not a Steve Jobs. he's not a He's not a uh, a Bill Gates. He's he's he, he got relatively lucky with a decent product, and and he had enough resources to to throw money at something that that, that people needed, and 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 he's just he's just a bit of a of, of a of a flower who who gets scared when people have a go at him, and now he's now he's just being a fucking right wing weirdo. As they all go, they all they all block. Who did Minecraft? weirdo <laughs> they all become weirdo power money corrupt and you just become incredibly um, thin skinned weird yeah, well, weirdos we've been run by weirdos Chris you I mean look <laughs> that's I, the opinion of Pete Donaldson
2: uh, the, Elon Musk Charlotte had a, um, a photo of him put on the wall at one point and think we took it down because it's just like oh
1: <laughs> I you know yeah I, but, it, but at, that, at that point he was a meme at that point he was fun you sure, know what I mean sure. like
2: yeah I think, yeah, power corrupted him somewhat and he became a bit too fixated on his personal image and he wanted to buy the platform, which was his mouthpiece to the world, right? And his main yeah. connection to the world. But uh, yeah, it's a real shame. It's a real shame. Um, obviously, I've met him, gave him a birthday cake. We're practically best friends. So I look at him and go, come on. Oh yeah, I that. Get together, <laughs> Elon. I go back in time and be like, whatever you do in the year 2022, Two, don't buy Twitter because <laughs> it's not going to work out well. Um, it's a shame. It's made me think. Oh, maybe his dream of going to Mars won't happen now because he's going to be wasting his time sorting out a shit social media platform that's going to <laughs> have a very sort of swift fall from grace. Perhaps um, we'll see. You never know. Maybe he'll turn it around and pull something out of the hat. Maybe but he'll turn it around. I think it's uh, it's peak Elon. I don't know. It's a shame. And now that he's sort of (laughs) gone full-blown Republican, he's going to alienate a lot of people that used to back him and support him and who liked him. And, um, yeah, a cheeky rant about Elon Musk on the Braun Japan podcast. But he's such a pivotal figure, isn't he? That's what he come
1: here for, mate.
2: Elon-san. You can't escape Elon Musk these days. I would never have thought that when I gave him his bloody birthday cake back in 2010 or 20, whenever it was, that... I was giving the birthday cake to a man who'd become not only the richest man on the earth with $200 billion at one point, but a man who would become so famous and beloved and then despised and arguably, yeah, one of the most (laughs) famous faces in the world at this point, you know. Whether you usually, like him, loathe usually. him, whatever He's a hugely influential figure And it'll be interesting to see how this plays out But for now, keep the stories, questions, comments Coming in to Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com We'll be back later in the week guys Do all over again But for now, no matter where you might be Out there in the big wide world Have yourself a great few days We'll see you right back here To do it all over again
1: On the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now Allow us to be your tour guide To the world of Japan <laughs> No dogs We've got a lanyard We won't be eating the dogs here Oh god Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: Hold up, what was that?